Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out to the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all of the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. To another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. So, this episode is all about taking back your mornings. And yesterday, I had a friend come over and we were chatting, and she's been in my corner for a very, very long time. And we were reminiscing over the early days of when I was still a teacher, when I was still trying to figure all this stuff out, when I knew I wanted to do something different, but didn't really have the big plan. I didn't really know exactly where I was going. I knew the direction, (laughs) but things were still in the beginning phases. And it got me thinking to how the hell did I really start this journey? And that's why I wanted to kind of tap into how we take back our mornings. So let me just preface all of that with a little something, something. So if you think about it, the whole idea about doing something different or changing your current reality is being intentional instead of being on autopilot. And I want you just to stop and ask yourself what parts of your day are actually intentional? And if you can't really find, I guess, something around that area, you're like, I don't even know what that really means. The next question I want you to ask yourself is what parts of your day are you following autopilot and routine all day long? So maybe you get out of bed, you hit the ground running, you have X, Y, and Z to do, you pop in the car, you're racing through traffic, you go to your job. You finish your job, you leave your job, you go pick up the kids, you do your thing, and then you do it all over. Like your days are pretty predictable. Your days are really reactive rather than proactive. And this is not at a judgment. This is more out of awareness. So you can see how you're living your days because people who want something different are laser focused on taking intentional action that's aligned with where they want to go. And if you are on the autopilot all the time, I hate to break it to you, but you will not be able to see anything outside of yourself or your routine that you're living in unless you're intentional. You have to create space and really be intentional about the change that you want. The living with this intention idea is hard, right? But if you look at anybody who you see as, and I know you can't see me, but air quote, successful or has a life that maybe you really want to tap into or are doing something that you're like, yeah, I really want to do that too. They are being intentional with their time, their energy and their actions. And those who you see unhappy 
chances are are not willing to break that pattern of comfortability and decide that they want to be intentional. They find comfort in the routine. They're okay with doing the autopilot and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you want something different. Maybe life just doesn't feel full of joy anymore or life feels really, really hard and you want something different. So the first question I have to ask you is this, is do you want something different? And that doesn't mean a career change like that I just talked about. It doesn't even have to be anything big. It could be like a better relationship. It could be to saving more money. It could be to starting a side hustle, being more intentional with your kids, having more fun. Whatever that is for you, do you want something different in your life? And once again, chances are if you want something different, and I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so you probably do, then our first step together needs to be setting an intention to match the change that you want. So hopefully you are able to find a direction or find something in your life that you would like to improve on. Now, obviously, this isn't something that you're going to go from zero to 100 and today you're one thing and tomorrow you're going to be doing all the things. That's not realistic, but it is something that we do need to start looking at. And if you want something different, you have to focus your intention and to start making these small changes in the direction that you want. Because every time you go autopilot, every time you follow the same routines, you're just strengthening the direction that you are currently in. And we have to start taking an intentional actions to change where you want to go. And for me, after reflecting on my conversation yesterday with my friend, it started with me taking my mornings back. I didn't have everything planned out. I didn't know exactly what I wanted at the time, but I knew something had to change and I followed the breadcrumbs and trusted that this step was going to move me closer in the direction that I wanted to go. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I had zero time for me. And deep down, I knew that this couldn't be all that there was. I had this little knowing and that there had to be something different, that this couldn't have been my my life. And while I wasn't quite sure what it was, I I decided to start taking back my mornings and do something called a morning routine, which you've heard me talk about before. But mostly it was because the people who I looked up to and admired and was like, yes, I want to embody that type of lifestyle as well. Well, they had huge results, so I bored their strategies and adapted it to my own lifestyle. And as a vice principal at the time, my time was very limited. So the only space I could really see carving out, it's all started in the morning. And then when I went off work, it all grew from there. But it started with finding the time in my schedule and the space and starting there. So if you're like, I'm a mom and I don't have time for mornings, then I encourage you to take a look at your daily schedule and see where you can find some time. It doesn't have to be the mornings. Well, mornings is usually more effective. It doesn't have to be an all or none approach. Maybe it's in your lunchtime. For me, I usually had duty every lunchtime. It was impossible for me to start implementing change during my lunchtime. Maybe for you, it is nap time. Maybe it's while baby sleeps. Maybe it's the afternoon after work before you come home and pick up the kids. Maybe it is a morning for you, but wherever you can find some time, I highly recommend that you look at that area and that's when you start to implement some of these things that we're going to talk about. So some tips on owning your morning, and I'm going to keep referring to morning, but once again, you can take this and do this at any point during the day that you're able to. But if you're able to do this in the morning, I highly recommend trying to do it then. 
So what I want to really reiterate that a lot of people don't talk about is they usually pick a habit that's really hard to implement when starting a morning routine. So you hear a lot about journaling and meditating and all those things. But if you think about it, Getting up to do something that you are just not passionate about is hard. It is doable. But what I decided to do to start my morning routine and to start taking my mornings back was I picked something that I was going to be excited to wake up for. I first started, even before I I got to this um, conclusion that it worked for me, I tried to get up for working out first. And that was the first thing that I did. And I just struggled and struggled and struggled. But once I said, okay, I'm going to start my morning with something that truly lights me up, and that is picking a mug for my pottery selection, having a nice coffee, and really taking a few minutes to myself and doing my journaling and meditating, but that came after. So the first thing that I did was I asked myself, what is something that I would wake up being excited to do? (laughs) And for me, that was that coffee. So The question that I ask you is what is something that would excite you to help you get up and look forward to owning your mornings back? Maybe it is reading a book. Maybe it is having that coffee like I do. Maybe it's just sitting in the quiet or curling up with a book. Whatever it is, let that be the thing that leads the morning rather than trying to implement a routine or a task that you're just not excited about right yet. The second thing that I would say is start small. If you are a sleeper inner and you wake up eight o'clock and you're like, I'm going to start owning my mornings and wake up at 6 a.m., chances are the majority of people are not going to follow through with that and go back to eight o'clock. But if you set your alarm to 7.50 and you gave yourself 10 minutes, that's more doable. So start small, even five to 10 minutes, you could have an effective start to your day that could change the whole rest of your day. So start small. The third thing that I would really encourage you to do to own back your morning is even take a moment and set an intention for the day. Maybe it's you're lying in bed, maybe you did push snooze, and instead of you falling back to sleep, you're just like, okay, what do I want to set as an intention for today? Maybe it's while you're driving your car to work. Sometimes it's sometimes you may sleep in. So it's not that everything goes out the window. It's like, what are some other things that I'm doing during the day where I can be more intentional? So where can you set your intention? Maybe you're in the shower and you're setting an intention. Maybe you're making your coffee and you're setting an intention, but stop and take a moment and say, what is one thing that I want to do today? What is one thing that I want to show up as today? Mine changes every day, but every single day, I tune in with myself and I say, okay, what is my intention? If you have a tendency of working through your lunch break, maybe you're like, today I'm going to take my lunch break. Maybe it's, I'm going to do one thing today that makes me smile. Maybe it's, I'm not going to look at my phone first thing in the morning. So set an intention for the day. Maybe it's like, I'm not going to entertain drama today. I'm going to maintain my cool today. Whatever it is for you, set an intention so you are just stopping and thinking rather than just going on autopilot. Another tip that I would recommend in owning your morning is oftentimes it's not necessarily the new habit that's hard to do. It's the old habit or the one that you currently have that's hard to break. And what I would encourage you to do is instead of like trying so, so hard to motivate it away, 
what I tell myself is how can I make the current habits that I have hard to achieve? So hear me out for a second. So let's just say you, and I'm going to use my, uh, my mic, for example, I have a bunch of different mics that I have, and I had this new one that I really wanted to try out. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. It was something that I really wanted to do, but I never made it a priority. So one day I took my current mic that I currently use, that I use almost every day, and I put it in the closet next to the other one. What do you think happened? <laughs> because I made my current habit hard to do, it made my newer one easier to apply. So when I went to reach for the mic, then I actually picked the other one and gave it a try. So sometimes it's making that habit that you are currently trying so hard to break, making it so that it's hard to actually do. Another example would be um, I had a client who was like really trying to break the habit of watching Netflix right after supper and she caught herself like three hours watching Netflix. So the first step that I got her to do was to unplug the TV. So then every time she wanted to watch the TV, she had to go and plug it in. So it made it hard. Um, you can even take that a step further and move the TV after you're finished every night. And then it's so much it's like, oh God, I actually had to move the TV. Not, it's not even worth it. So how can you make the current habits that you have right now hard to achieve? Um, one of the ones that most people struggle with when they wake up and are trying to own their morning, they reach for their phone. But if you have your phone next to your bed, and I'm guilty of this as well, if you have that phone there, you're relying on motivation early in the morning to not reach for that phone. So put your phone in a different room, move it to a different location. You know what I mean? So there are things that you can do to make the habits that you're trying to break hard to achieve. Another tip that I would... Um, I guess, suggest to help you take back your mornings and to really make that space for yourself is focus on the reward, not the action itself. Most people lead with, okay, I have to do this thing. I have to do this thing. But if you're focusing on doing that thing and you're reluctant, it's going to be really hard to step up. But if you're focusing on the reward that you're going to get for doing that action, it makes it a little easier. So for example, what I mean by that is that if you're trying to wake up and you're thinking, oh, I have to do this. I got to get up and do this thing. That trying to get up to do that step is hard. But if you're like, oh my God, I'm going to get a few minutes to myself. I'm going to enjoy my coffee. I'm going to have my quiet before anybody else gets up. You have that pleasure piece of pulling you forward because we make decisions out of pain or pleasure. And leaning into responding by pleasure is so much easier than the pain piece, right? So try to lean into pleasure when you're trying to focus on new things like making this time in the morning for yourself. And the other thing to really make a quick little reframe, I'm all about reframing to make things easier. It's focusing on the I get to phenomenon, not the I have to. Just stop and take a look at the energy and how it feels when you say, oh, I have to do that. And you catch yourself and go, oh, wait a minute. No, I get to do that. So those are some tips to really help you own your mornings back. What you do in the morning is totally independent to what makes you happy. And if you're like, okay, I really want to develop a morning routine. I have a podcast going over my exact morning routine and how I do it. So head back and listen to that once you're ready to establish a more organized routine. But it's up to you what you do when you get up as long as you are creating space for you for quiet, right? Um, you just have to start this process. And once you see the benefits, it's almost like this thing that you're going to crave. 
But finding the time for contemplation, to be present, to allow yourself to self-regulate, to self-reflect, to tap into your own emotional intelligence, to have a moment to yourself, these are all extreme benefits that help you go after what you want. And it all starts with taking that time back right in that morning. Um, And it is so incredible what you learn about yourself in the moments of silence. And I really struggled with this when I first started, but I encourage you to embrace that uncomfortableness with judgeless discernment and guide yourself as you would a bestie, because you're going to have some emotions come up if you're not used to sitting with yourself. But if a bestie was upset about their thoughts, you wouldn't silence them and tell them that they shouldn't be feeling this way. You would shower them with love and you would help guide them. So it's time for you to do that for yourself now. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want to do this, but I don't have time. If you don't have 10 minutes to take for yourself in a 24 hour day, what is the freaking point? Like, what are we even doing? And If you are coming up with excuses of why you can't do this, of why this won't work, that is all the evidence that I need to tell me that you need this more than you think. And usually our avoidance to sit with ourselves is because most of us are afraid of what they might find out when they sit with no noise, no distractions, no rushing around. And distraction is the biggest indicator that you may be running from something. So make a decision today that tomorrow morning, you're going to take your morning back with one thing that you enjoy doing. Sipping your coffee alone, heading to the back deck while the family sleeps in, curling up with a book, meditating, stretching, walking, whatever that is. But if you're new to this, keep it simple. Keep the goal one that there is no way that you can fail at. And I promise you, you're going to start seeing the benefits and you're going to be wondering why you haven't done this sooner. And if you miss a morning and you're like, oh, damn, everything is going to hell. Find a time throughout the day for you for five to 10 minutes just for you. My motto is that my goals are non-negotiable and it's not a matter of if I do it, it's when I do it. And keeping that promise to myself and that flexibility allows me to continue to follow through on those goals. So you have to be flexible with your goals, but not wishy-washy. So give this a try. I hope this helps you take back your mornings and I hope these tips, tools, and strategies were useful. Thanks again for listening. And as always, remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.